0: it's hard out here for a mexican's wife yeah i
1: i don't know why that made me laugh so hard but you need to now explain why it's hard out here for a mexican's wife yeah it's hard out here for
0: a mexican's wife because um my husband is making salsa and using these really fucking potent peppers and i love the salsa it's amazing but these peppers uh, (coughs) they're strangling me
1: I feel You're like, essentially pepper spraying yourself in the house.
0: I feel like that episode of Spongebob where he needs water in Sandy's house.
1: He's like, yes. he's like
0: water. Water.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't, I don't need, need it. it.
0: I I need I it. Need it.
1: <laughs> yes. I love that episode. That's uh always my joke about me needing lotion for my dry ass skin in the I <laughs> need it. <laughs> oh so the mexican's wife is becky
0: and the the white man's wife is rachel
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he's something he, we did ancestry i don't know if we ever really looked at it but i mean you know. he's italian
0: right for sure
1: and czechoslovakian and
0: oh czechoslovakian yeah.
1: so white you know yeah but so
0: all things white same here all things white So yeah. okay um yeah so uh this is chardonnay and dna and we're coming at you. And I might perish from the pepper spray. <laughs> you gotta just hold on, Becky. I'm trying. <laughs> just never let go, Jack!
1: <laughs> <laughs> if only it was peppers and not icy water. Yeah, he might have made it. Maybe. Um, all right, so what do you have for me for an icebreaker? Okay,
0: yeah, I feel like this one's kinda lame, but I do enjoy it and I'm gonna caveat it. So it is if you could live in any fantasy world like, fiction fantasy world, what would it be? And you can't be Harry Potter, because I knew we'd both say that.
1: We would absolutely both say Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, hmm.
0: I know it's hard. It's hard when you don't have that option.
1: It's really hard when you don't have that option.
0: Mm -hmm. Because, like, Game of Thrones it's way
1: too dark, way too scary. I don't want to live there. That's
0: Yeah, like, I'll watch it, but I don't want to live there.
1: That's like I like Z Nation. I love all the characters, but I don't want to be chased by zombies all the time.
0: Yeah, same for like um, Walking Dead. Even though Walking Dead,
1: eh. it, super, I love Supernatural. Like I would love, love to be in that universe, but at the same time, like I would die in the first episode. Well, I so, guess you
0: could say Bridgerton.
1: Yeah, because it's technically a fantasy world. But my luck, I'd be poor and wouldn't be in the highest. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that um what are you gonna say let me think on this
0: well here's the problem um I just came up with that and I don't know what I was gonna say um I love it like a fantasy world like I don't I don't think Parks and Rec is technically fantasy
1: I mean kind of but not really yeah it's too real life
0: yeah I mean more of like things that could not happen
1: um or alternatively did not happen in a history but we've rewritten for fantasy yes series
0: yes um Uh, i did have you ever read wrinkle in time i have not that i have not read it since i was like a okay like a preteen but that's a really cool that's a really cool uh book and it's like it's From what I remember, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory with the title, but it's kind of about, like, different dimensions and, like, kind of moving through time. So that one's pretty cool. I might say that.
1: Okay. All right. I like that. Oh, I know. I know. Already, I got it. True blood. True blood. Oh, you would pick some dorky shit. Mm, Give me them vampires and werewolves and fairies. Oh, my. (laughs) Give me all of it. Okay.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right.
1: Well, because I'm still getting, like, my fantasy shit in. Alternatively, I was going to say The Magicians, but shit gets real dark. And, like, again, you just run into that, like, do I really want that? Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, what? also maybe
0: Stranger Things for me.
1: Okay. All right. Kind of fun. All right. I get it. Because I, I... Really
0: like, I really like the idea of, like, other dimensions and shit like that. I do think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. So maybe like that. All right, I can I can get down with that. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you watch that? Have you watched that? Uh, no, because I tried to watch like the first season and was just not into it at the time. That's
0: fair. I it's I could see why people. It, okay, and here's my beef with it too. It's that I did really like the first season, and then I get COVID happened and stuff. But it's like I don't even know what's going on because there's so many. There's like huge gaps in when the next seasons come out, so they're all going to be, like, grown. Okay. Uh, they, okay. they started out when they were, like, 12, 13 years old, and now they're all going to be, like, 20.
1: <laughs> yeah, alright. That's terrifying.
0: Yeah, so it's just, like, I've lost a little bit of interest just with how spaced out the seasons are. Um. And, like, I'll probably yeah. have to re-watch it to even know what's going on, but... That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. But as okay. far as like a fantasy world, I'd probably, I'd probably say that, and I do like all the yeah. characters. That's yeah okay.
1: That could be fun. Mm-hmm. Well, that was yeah. That wasn't. I mean, with taking Harry Potter away, definitely like took away like our initial go to. Oh, you, you that's know, so. that's
0: exactly why I did it because like we, I would have said that instantaneously.
1: Yeah, because well. And it's so funny because we don't focus on the bad in Harry Potter and there's just as much bad. It can be just as dark. Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah. But like, I feel like the first movie was like, so. besides besides the like, the dark, the dark Lord who was trying to take, yeah. you know, like the soul of a little boy, uh, but otherwise it seemed pretty fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. I have some uh, riddles for you. Oh, yes. We haven't done this in a while. Mm-mm. So I am going to start with, um, hold on, I got to find, I just had them and I'm going to be pissed if I somehow, you know, when you find stuff and then you accidentally like click out of it and you're like, no, that was the one. Like when you get rid of the exact thing
0: you need, like that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every time. Um. Okay. Here is... Okay. Uh a man is found murdered on Sunday morning. <laughs> okay. His wife calls the police who question the wife and the staff and are given the following alibis. Wait a minute, what staff? Like they're rich.
0: Okay, so like they're a fucking butler and shit.
1: Yes. Yeah, gardener maid, that kind of shit. Okay. So the following alibis were given. The wife says she was sleeping, the butler was cleaning the closet, the gardener was picking vegetables. The maid was getting the mail and the cook was preparing breakfast. Immediately, the police arrest the the murderer. Who did it and how did the police know?
0: It was the maid because there's no post on Sundays.
1: There's no post post on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That was easy. Yeah, thanks for that, Uncle Vernon.
0: (laughs) No, no post on Sundays. With his little fucking mousy-ass grin,
1: even though I think that guy has since died. He has since died, and that's sad because I'm sure he was a lovely man. Oh, yeah, love him. Love him, hate his
0: character, but he's, yeah. I
1: I think he, I'm pretty sure, like, I've only heard very nice things about the man. All right, here's an interesting one. A wealthy man lives alone in a small cottage, being partially handicapped, He had everything delivered to his cottage. The mailman was delivering a letter one Thursday when he noticed that the front door was ajar. Through the opening, he could see the man's body lying in a pool of dried blood. When a police officer arrived, he surveyed the scene. On the porch were two bottles of warm milk, Monday's newspaper, a catalog, flyers, and unopened mail. The police officer suspects foul play. Who does he suspect and why? Okay. Um. Can you can you go over the first yep. part of
0: that again? Like up until um, the police come.
1: Yes. The mailman was delivering a letter on Thursday when he noticed that the front door was ajar. Okay. Saw the man's body lying there. A mm-hmm. uh, cop <clears throat> arrived. On the porch were two bottles of warm milk, Monday's newspaper, a catalog flyers, and unopened mail.
0: Hmm, That one's throwing me because it's a Thursday, and there's definitely post mm. on a
1: Thursday. Yes.
0: The mail... Wait, do you know the answer already?
1: Yeah, I looked ahead because okay. I just... Was...
0: <coughs> oh my god, the pepper spray. <coughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Two bottles of warm milk. there a milkman? There
1: is a milkman. Okay. Did you already mention the milkman? Uh, I just said that he, there was milk delivered.
0: There was milk delivered.
1: A newspaper, Monday's newspaper, a catalog, flyers, unopened mail, and two bottles of warm milk.
0: Hmm. Uh, I feel like it's the milkman for some reason.
1: I would have thought that too, because I don't understand milk delivery and like how I, it's not daily, I guess.
0: Okay. So, but it's not so you're saying it's not it's not. No. Mm. This one's really throwing me.
1: You let me know when you're ready. Yeah, tell me. The police officer suspects the newspaper delivery person. The absence of Tuesday and Wednesday's newspaper indicates that the delivery person knew there was no one there to read it.
0: Ah, okay. That one, that one was tough for some reason. I think was, there yeah. was just so
1: much going on. There was a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Okay. Yeah. So there's some, some fun. Those are always fun. Yeah. Um, so I thought I had an update, but I'm pretty sure I dreamt it and it's not real <laughs> now. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> isn't uh, that a, isn't it
0: the worst
1: the absolute worst <laughs> and I can't even remember what case it was right like uh, that's what's bothering me but I remember going I have an update this week and now I don't know what it was was it
0: Summerton man
1: no no it was something that I wouldn't have thought to update on actually
0: oh so that makes it even harder
1: yeah yeah it wasn't like one of like a case that like they're actively working on so that's why <laughs> Uh, if it comes back to me I'll What do you yeah. think
0: are the chances that you dreamt it? Like if it's um, is it 50-50? is it
1: No, a solid seventy five percent. Oh,
0: so it's you're like kind of you're like kind of confident.
1: I mean semi confident. I have a lot of stuff in my life where I'm not sure if it's a dream or if it actually
0: happened. That's definitely happened to me, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. So do you have any updates? Um, I don't have an update, but I do just want to once again tell everyone to please support the innocence project have you heard about melissa lucio
1: yeah a little bit here and there
0: it's bleak dude
1: yeah yeah so
0: for people that don't know i'll just like give a quick um Mm -hmm. this has a this like nine facts you should know about the innocent woman facing execution uh from the innocence project is really helpful and if you want more information, just literally go, just literally Google her name, and it's Melissa Lucio, and it'll pop up with Innocence Project. I don't see that they have the very convenient like little URL it's just her name, but if you just look it up, it's right there. But she's scheduled to be executed on like the twenty seventh, um, and the circumstances around that are that in two thousand eight, um, or I'm sorry, two thousand seven, technically, um, she was sentenced in two thousand eight, but her little daughter who was just like a toddler um i think she was like 2 or 3 years old two um she fell down the stairs and uh melissa is being accused of that even though for 14 years she's like adamantly denied it and the, and the the daughter unfortunately died from the injuries mm mm-hmm. um and she's maintained her innocence for 14 years. She was also, like, she was interrogated and coerced by police in, like, an hours-long interview that she ultimately was, like, coerced into, like, taking some responsibility. Oof. Um, The state didn't give any, any evidence for her ever abusing this, the kids. Um, Great. Yep. Uh, She was a lifetime, or she was a survivor of a lifetime of sexual abuse and domestic violence, so she was even more vulnerable to, like, the police um, intimidation. Um, Like, she was, she was a fucking child bride at 16. Like, she is, not, and not that two things can't be true, but she, the point being that, like, she was really susceptible to, like, the the intimidation. um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just that she's sent- being sentenced to death and it's supposed to happen on the 27th. So if you can like sign petitions and, you know, just they there is a petition that they've actually gotten over the amount of signatures that they needed. So that's good. But if you can just keep supporting, um, I find that story just incredibly sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sad and it's like okay if she did it fine i don't think she did but if she did it fine but like let's have a fair trial how about yeah yep um it's just it's just really really gross
1: uh yeah that's hopefully something is done before she gets executed mm-hmm.
0: and just the state killing people i'm just like eh, i'm so not about it <laughs> i'm just not
1: no Nope, no um okay well i uh i just literally you want to know how desperate i was to figure out what it was yes <laughs> i uh googled true crime news updates to see if anything came up <laughs> anything i did find out that they are releasing um netflix has released the john wayne gacy tapes oh um, so that'll be fun, um, <laughs> super,
0: also,
1: fun. <laughs> super fun super fun um Also, there was another one. Oh, the staircase! <gasps> yeah, the TV. They're making the TV. Well, the you know, on Oxygen, <gasps> they're making a series about it, and there is an owl. Oh my god! That's literally what the title says. The trailer for the staircase dramatic series has dropped, and yes, it has an owl.
0: Me and Lauren talk about that case a lot. I just find it, and I'm pretty sure she shares the same opinion. I just find it fucking ridiculous and why do i feel like you're gonna be like oh it could be the l
1: oh no no i don't think it was the Oh, l.
0: okay thank god
1: <laughs> i do think that there are situations that are just too fucking weird to believe right like you know and there are situations where people get accused of shit and it ends up being entirely true like like there was a there was a case um the innocence project years and years ago i learned about it when i was in college where like a guy was sentenced for like it was like a sex offense against a toddler but really what happened was that his wife had beat the toddler with a um a high-heeled shoe oh and it had caused like Damn like so like, I thought, i'm gonna get into it i didn't give a warning so sorry okay but either way they found out that he was innocent and like it was like real messed up
0: well so okay like- yeah it's things like that i think sure that that can happen i think the owl thing is a fucking bag of garbage i think yeah and it's yeah. it's all just too it's too convenient and it's like and there that guy had another wife that died under weird-ass circumstances it's like no bro that doesn't happen today. Yeah, get the fuck out no. of
1: here no. Um, like, she
0: died almost the same way. I think she fell down steps.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's just no way.
0: I'm sorry, man. Like, uh-uh. You, you can maybe get away with that that once. Like, it's terrible. Right. As that sounds. Right. But no, I just can't with you. No, there's just no. And he just seemed like a real creep,
1: that guy. What's his name?
0: Michael. Michael?
1: Oh, fuck. What is his name? I'm not looking at it anymore. I...
0: Let me see. Unless you pull it up before me, I can never race. <laughs> the staircase, Michael Peterson. That's right. Yeah, I just think he's a fucking weirdo too. I don't trust him at all.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I I hate that I even like brought that case up, but it was like one of those cases where it looked like something that it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, that,
0: no, I mean, you didn't say anything, um, so, you didn't, like, go into detail, I, I pick up what you're putting down, and that's,
1: yeah, gross and terrible, yep, so, um, so I do think there are entirely cases where, you know, like, an owl could have killed someone, and someone was like, oh, fuck, now it looks like it's me, but not this case, this ain't the one. No,
0: no, and it's just, And it's, like, all the other things, too, that, like, he had another wife that, like, died very similarly. Uh Uh-uh. No, Broski. Yeah. Not happening. Oh, is that owl following you? Is that, like, your fucking familiar animal?
1: It's committing the murders for him. I want to murder owl. (laughs) Do they have those in the Harry Potter universe? Like, murder (laughs) owls? I want to murder (laughs)
0: owl he's like the the owl's just saving me from these awful women like <laughs> i could totally see some old crusty white dude saying some shit like that <laughs> the owl the owl just knows it's not the owl's fault it's their yeah. fault i'm like fuck out of here bro
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: <laughs> yeah
1: all right well are you ready for a story <gasps> tell me a story all right so this is an- not a new case, right? Okay. But newly solved case. Oh, yeah. I'm as excited. of like April 5th.
0: Ooh, that was like two days ago.
1: Yes. So, um, also, it's a little piece together because I went to a ton of different websites and tried to get as much information about like the victims as I could because I want to focus more on the victims than the killer. Than the gross um, ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Bear with me here. Okay. All right. 41 year old Vicki Heath lived in Hardinsburg, Kentucky for the majority of her life. She had a son and a daughter who were both adults and moving out, and she had recently gotten engaged to her fiance. So she ended up moving from Hardinsburg to Radcliffe, Kentucky, which is about 35 miles east. And she began working night shift at the Super Eight Motel in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, which was like a neighboring town. Okay. The early morning hours of Saturday, February 21st, 1987, there was a light dusting of snow. I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's important later on.
0: And you know um, what I was also just thinking, like, in the early hours, that just sounds so ominous. It, it Yeah. In the early
1: morning hours. That's
0: like a, that's just an upsetting phrase.
1: Nothing, ha- nothing good happens in the early morning hours. In the early
0: morning hours or in, like, the... The cold dead of night like yes yeah no thank you
1: chills down my spine
0: i want to be in bed at both of those times yeah
1: yes undisturbed with my phone on silent and
0: and like every other time i pretty much just want to be in bed true but especially then
1: yes um so there was a light dusting of snow and vicky was working an uneventful night shift at the motel It was reported to be half full. The hotel and the manager had last spoken to Vicky at about 11 o'clock p.m. the night before when he had left for the evening. At 6:38 a.m., the Elizabethtown Police Department received a call from a guest at the motel stating that they had walked into the lobby to check out, and it was a this is in quotes it was a complete mess in total disarray.
0: Hmm.
1: There were no workers present and they had grown worried so they called the police.
0: Oh that's creepy too. Uh can you imagine waking up in a like in the early morning hours at a hotel and like no one's yeah. there. Uh-uh.
1: And like the the room that you just like not the room but like the lobby you just checked in is like completely destroyed. Yeah, no, I'd be the fuck out of there. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Thank goodness they called the police though. Yeah, like, that you know. that's true.
0: Yeah, good good on them. I don't I don't know. If yeah. I I probably would have called them from the road. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or at least a parking lot, like...
0: And what year am I in?
1: uh, 87, so they couldn't have called them from the road because... Nope. Cell phones.
0: Nope, they would have had to find a pay phone, and no one's got time for that.
1: No. Um, And they couldn't have even used the one in the lobby, because you'll find out. Oh, great. Um, There were no workers present, they had grown worried. When the police arrived, the scene was worse than they had thought. Items from the front desk were all over the floor. The lobby furniture was overturned like there had been a struggle and the payphone had actually been ripped from the wall.
0: Oh, that's so upsetting.
1: Mm-hmm. At first they thought that maybe it had been a group of men that had been fighting and that maybe the clerk had been hurt in the fray because it just like that's what it looked like there was just an all out brawl in the lobby. Um I would have thought but, that I would have got
0: like it was like robbed. That's what I would have thought.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I like there was some background about the town. Like each of the articles I found gave like in-depth background about the town and like the structure and I'm like who fucking cares? Who like cares? <laughs> so I don't there might be a reason in there why they thought it was a group of men. I I don't know.
0: I'm I'm um, picturing like a saloon and like those swinging doors like in the <laughs> wild west
1: uh, like a, a brawl in a so yeah That's absolutely like, it couldn't have been
0: a robbery because all we do here is fight
1: <laughs> yeah yes um so they began to search the property for any sign of her and they quickly found vicky she was lying on her on her back behind the dumpster on the like back lot of the property uh she had on her sweater and a plaid skirt but they had been like really torn up and mangled she had mud and blood on her and it appeared that she had been shot in the head twice with a 38 caliber handgun she'd been robbed, beaten and sodomized and one of the 38 caliber bullets that killed Vicky had exited her body and went into the ground so police were able to recover it well, that's good Uh, they were able to collect footprints at the scene but they weren't able to get tire tracks they could see them right like they could see that somebody had you know essentially peeled out of there Mm -hmm. but because of the light (laughs) snow and the sun coming up it started to melt the snow
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and it just like caused a disruption in the in the like mud and you wouldn't have gotten like a solid tire track oh that's
0: a fucking bummer
1: Yep. So Vicky's clothes were collected and processed as evidence, and they actually contained usable DNA, which was great that they did that. Um, And originally they thought this case was a one-off, but later that would be disproven as it would be connected to some other cases. Hmm. So after two years of silence, or at least no connected crimes that they had discovered... On March 3rd, 1989, the killer struck again at the Days Inn in Merrillville, Indiana. So, like, they're all, these, they're all very close, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, Margaret Peggy Gill was a 24-year-old student at Sawyer Business College and had been working overnights as a night uh, auditor. Why did my computer autocorrect auditor to Unitary?
0: Oh, It's the same thing, don't you know?
1: Yeah, same thing. Very weird. Uh, At the days in to to hell pay for school. To hell. Give them hell. Uh, (laughs) Peggy was the youngest of four children and was described as soft-spoken and shy. She was single and still living with her parents, Anna and Terry, while she finished school. Her boss stated that she preferred the 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift because nights were quiet and not hectic, and she was very shy and timid. The evening of March 2nd, 1989, she had actually spent time with her father to put the finishing touches on his birthday party, which was the next day.
0: No. Yeah. Oh my God, that's like so terrible to me. Like, I don't know, just that the birthday party was the next day.
1: Their interactions, heartbreaking, like the whole thing. So, um, he was turning 51 and she had baked him his favorite cake.
0: Oh, I can't.
1: And she was telling him, like, the, like, what things she had got him and everything. And, like, it was just a really nice moment. And she hugged him and wished him a ha- early happy birthday old man before leaving. And there was a thing that said something like he didn't realize that it would be the last time he said, I love you, baby girl. That's, so, like,
0: the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard
1: yeah yep so uh again, the evening was cold uh ice forming on the roads with wind gusts, making it feel like the weather was in the lower teens and Peggy arrived for her shift shortly before eleven p m to relieve the previous clerk from a busy night with just over seventy rooms booked uh Peggy spoke with her general manager, Betty Pierce, around twelve thirty a m and then between one thirty and fort 4- one forty a m Peggy checked in her last guest. Around 2 a.m., a college student entered the lobby and waited for a clerk at the front desk for about five minutes before leaving for a neighboring hotel, he reported. Um, At 5 a.m., Peggy didn't call Betty at home, which was custom for the night auditor to do every morning just to, like, give a heads up, let them know, you know, what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Betty the manager knew immediately something was wrong because it was extremely unlike Betty to miss a call. Yep. And around 5 51 AM Betty called the Merrillville police department to report, you know, something was wrong. Shortly after 6 AM, the first officer arrived in the parking lot and he ran into some customers who were leaving. They stated that no one was at the front desk and the police contacted Peggy's parents and noted that her car was still in the parking lot. So at first they believed that it was like a targeted abduction and instructed her parents to stay by the phone in case she called. But her father actually left and went to the hotel and like her mom stayed at home in case she called. There were no signs of a struggle in the lobby. Uh, And because of that, they held off on containing the scene for some reason. (laughs) And her keys and purse were behind the front desk. When Betty, the manager, arrived at the hotel at 630, uh, the police began a search of the hotel. The cash drawer had been pried open. And like this was like a steel cash drawer, right? Mm -hmm. Like not easy to pry open, like pretty much ripped out of the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, all the money was gone. And as they searched the hotel, they reached the second floor. Uh, And they entered what was like a vacant wing of the hotel. I don't know why it was vacant. I don't know if they were remodeling or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the very end of the hall next to the fire exit, which was the furthest point of the hotel from the main office, they found the body of Peggy Gill. She was nude and had been raped and shot twice behind her left ear with a 22 caliber pistol. There was a fresh cut on her left shoulder and her days in uniform was folded and neatly stacked next to her body. So I, I didn't say it with that. I actually wanted to cry at that because when you read what they say about Peggy and like how timid she was and how sweet she was, like she wouldn't have put up a fight to this man. She probably would have just tried to survive. And I think that what happened is she he told her to take her clothes off, and she did that. She oh, see,
0: I thought it was more like I feel like sometimes serial killers do do fucked up shit like that. Like I'm gonna yeah. leave this whole place an absolute in an, an absolute chaos and ruin. But then let me just this girl that I victimized. Let me just fold up her shit real nicely. Yeah.
1: I originally thought that, but he didn't do it with any other of the cases. Like, their clothes were ripped off so and stuff in the other one. So it was her. So, to me, it, she did that. And like, it was, it was, like, her. And it
0: was probably, he was probably like, I'll let you go if you just do this.
1: Right. Ugh. Right. So, so that, that's why it made me really sad.
0: What a piece of shit.
1: Um, so they were able to lift fingerprints but there was no matches to prior arrests in the state or national databases. And within a couple of hours, police discovered that 52 miles south on I-65 at another day's inn, another night auditor was abducted from Remington, Indiana, and her body had been discovered about 20 miles from her abduction site on a rural road.
0: I wonder why, I wonder why that one's like different. Like why was, why why was she taken away from the,
1: I don't, I don't know
0: assuming that they are connected like
1: yeah yeah they they are um and it's there's another one later on that like there's an abduction attempt too so like I think maybe that's what he originally tried but like um with uh with Vicky she fought she clearly fought mm-hmm. you know what I mean like and um Peggy didn't and I, I get into that a little bit later mm-hmm. um so, this victim was identified as 34 year old. I think it's Jean.
0: Oh, was it, it spelled like Jeannie, kind of, or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: Jean, Jean. Yeah, Jean Marie Gilbert. She was found on County Road I fifty one West, which is between like some other really rural county roads in Indiana. Uh, she had been working as a part time night auditor at the Days Inn in Remington. She was a mother taking business courses at St. Joseph's College, and on the night of her death, she had traded shifts with someone so that she could catch her daughter's last game as a cheerleader. So she wasn't even supposed to be there Mm -hmm. that night. She also had a son. Um, Her body had been spotted by a motorist driving just after dawn. She had been raped and murdered with three gunshot wounds from a .22 caliber pistol. Um, police theorize that either before or during the arrival of the college student for uh, Peggy, because these happened on the same night, like hours apart.
0: Oh, this was the same night. Yes. Oh shit. Like
1: while they were investigating Peggy, they got the call about Gene.
0: Oh, what a fucking. Oh, a- I don't know why that's yeah. like so. Like you're not even waiting. Like you're just no. No. I feel like that's like a more like a spree killer, maybe. I don't know
1: it's 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 really odd, and I don't know if maybe he didn't get satisfaction from Peggy because she didn't fight like she didn't have like defensive wounds like she had that cut on her back, and like they're theorizing that like that was like him leading her, you know there was also theories that it was from him dragging her body, but that's not likely
0: well, obviously, this was just solved, so I'm curious if he'll go into it later, but i I wonder. If the guy was just he like worked up the nerve, he's like, "Let me just do all that I can right now."
1: Well, no, I don't really go into it. You're gonna have a really not happy ending. Okay.
0: Oh, um, he's probably
1: is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucker. So yeah. So police theorize that either before. Or- <laughs> I,
0: I just realized. I'm sorry. How ridiculous that sounded. I'm like,
1: you fucker. You went and died. But like, it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound ridiculous. Um. So either before or during the college student getting there, a sexual deviant on a rampage entered the hotel lobby, robbed and raped Peggy Gill, executed her, and then drug her body from the lobby to the vacant second floor. That makes zero sense to me. Um, Wait,
0: according to who?
1: The cops. Like that's police publicly theorized that. No, he walked her up there. How would he know about the vacant wing? He probably was like, where can I take you to do this? Like trying to coerce her, you know? And he probably said,
0: he probably said, just do this and I'll let you go.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And so she was just like, okay, let me just do this and he'll let me go.
1: Yeah. Um, They actually suspected the college student too, Mm. because his dorm room was actually just miles away and he wouldn't answer why he needed a hotel room that night. Well, that's fucking shady, bro. Right. And then he didn't register at another hotel within a hundred miles of Merrillville. Oh. so he didn't actually go to a neighboring hotel like you said well
0: that's i would have been like you fucking did it too like I, that would have right. been
1: really like weird yeah and I, there were theories that there were multiple like people involved but it, it just nah, doesn't i don't think so no he was probably just some dumb kid who did something stupid and didn't want to get caught
0: yeah probably like he's probably like oh fuck like <laughs> i'm yeah. i
1: underage drank <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I gotta go to the hotel, you know, yeah. Like,
0: I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to drive home because I drink when I'm 20, like, no one cares, go home. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: So, um, weeks after the murder, the Indiana State Crime Lab determined that the bullets that killed Gil and Gilbert, so Peggy and Jean, um, were from the same handgun, so it was the same person. Um, they were also able to determine that the women had been sexually assaulted by the same offender with, like, technology they had at the time.
0: Oh, I'm surprised they even could do that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yep. Um and then in 1999, the FBI linked DNA from these crimes to an unidentified day's in night auditor who reported being a victim of an armed robbery, rape, and an attempted abduction in Columbus, Indiana.
0: That person she had been lived?
1: A- yes. Oh, yes. Damn. She had been able to escape and survived. She was able to vividly describe the attacker, which led police to sketch him and circulate Uh, A photo widely it didn't look like him oh no no like looking at pictures they show of him like i just don't see it but Mm, you'll have to send
0: me it i'm curious
1: yeah um in 1991 another woman survived and gave a similar description of the assailant he was described as a six foot tall man with greasy hair a gray spotted beard and drifting green eyes so like i guess he had a lazy eye oh um, in April of 2010, they were actually able to link the murder of Vicky Heath to the same attacker with a DNA match to the other murder and attacks. Hmm. So that's how they knew Vicky was involved, because at first they just thought it was a one off.
0: OK.
1: Um, on April 5th of 2022, Indiana State Police and the FBI in Indianapolis have announced that they have identified the killer through investigative genealogy. Genealogy? Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Harry Edward Greenwell. Sounds
0: Sounds like a murderer.
1: Yeah. Who died from lung cancer in 2013 at the age of 68 in Lansing, Iowa. I hope it hurt. Yeah. Was identified as the man responsible for the attacks and murders. And officials state that there is a high possibility that he could be connected to other murders, rapes, and robberies in the Midwest, which are actively being investigated. I
0: guarantee you that he is, and I guarantee you they'll find, they'll be finding more.
1: Yeah, 100%. Greenwell was born in Louisville, Kentucky, to Paul and Dorothy Greenwell on December 9th, 1944. There's not a lot of information about his childhood, Um, in 1963, he was arrested for an armed robbery in Louisville and was sentenced to two years in prison and five years probation. But, you know, after the two years in prison, he was arrested in Jefferson County, Kentucky on a sodomy charge. And in 1969, he was paroled from the Kentucky state penitentiary. He married, but his first wife died in a house fire on April 28th, 1978. Did he start it? Uh, That's, I truly considered that. I was like...
0: Like, got yeah. pissed or, like, wanted insurance money or some shit.
1: Yeah, it's very weird. And then he remarried a woman he met in a bar in 1980. And I do talk about her a bit. Um, in 1982, he was again arrested and sentenced to prison in Iowa for burglary. Um, oh, that's a different wife. I'm sorry. It's really confusing, his wives. I don't a know lot of, yeah. that one.
0: He has a lot of wives. Like, what, he was married yeah. at least three times?
1: Yes, yes. And during that arrest in 1982, he escaped from custody twice and was recaptured. Oh, my God. So he served a prison sentence until his release in 1983. It was like a year later and eventually found employment as a railroad worker. And he worked the tracks across the Midwest, which would have kind of given like, you know, access and reason to move around a lot. Mm hmm. Uh, Julie Jenkins, who's 73 years old, was married to Greenwell for nearly 20 years. And she has been blindsided by the news that her husband was the I-65 serial killer.
0: Well, yeah. She,
1: She states that she feels she's lucky to be alive. And she stated that he had a temper, but he wasn't abusive to her. And she had actually left an abusive relationship before marrying Greenwell.
0: That is, I always find that really... Fascinating and also just unbelievable, like how with how Ted Bundy was with um, what's her name? Yeah, God, what was her name? Fuck,
1: I don't remember. Uh, But his partner, the same thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: I always find that really um, just strange and like I can't wrap my head around it because it's like, how are you? Do you show all this affection and your then go
1: like dark?
0: Yeah, and it's like. And and then the, and the other person never sees it. It's so, and I believe right. I believe that sometimes they never see it. I think sometimes maybe some the wife could could know I, or just look the other way. But I think a lot of times they don't see it. Or
1: like reading this and like what people said about him and like all this stuff, I truly believe that nobody had any idea. They probably didn't. Him. They probably didn't. Um. So at the time of his death, like in his obituary and his funeral and stuff, he had been described as a family man, a mm-hmm. farmer, a do gooder. And a generous soul that was willing to help anyone.
0: That's so like, ugh, I hate, yeah. I hate that. I hate that.
1: like and like. Do, do they go and purge, and then that's why they're they're nice and kind to people? That's like, like a relief, got it out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's very odd. Well, it's kind um, of like
0: that one that I that my friend like grew up around that guy. Right, right. Um, and it's like they. Oh yeah, that's that's Jim. Like. He's got this house in the middle of the cornfields. Like he's yeah, he's a friend. He's they see him around town. It's just like what? What? It's un yeah. it's unbelievable.
1: It's very yeah, it's wild. So he actually loved a garden and would sell produce at the farmer's market. Oh God, he helped her with her battle through breast cancer, and she states that she had no inkling of anything happening. He had mentioned some of his criminal past, like the robberies, but she believed that he had served his time and deserved a second chance. Like, which you know, that's that's a fair assumption. You know, if he's not giving you any kind of like reason to think he's still doing it, just because he wrought like had a past of burglary, like you know, we deal with people who have criminal records. Oh yeah, and that's no not that. On, no, so. I was
0: just, I didn't, I, I was gonna clarify what it was that he went to jail for. But if yeah, if that's what he thought it she thought it was well, like
1: and she clearly didn't google him you know what i mean for like the sodomy charge and stuff like he he just told her what he wanted her well, to know yeah and
0: it was also the 80s yeah
1: well or so. i don't know when
0: they got married but
1: right but still she's 73 now so you it, know. it wasn't
0: it probably wasn't googleable and especially yeah has been in different states now
1: yeah so she wouldn't have known Mm-mm. um julie stated i just want the families of the victims to know how sorry i am for what they've gone through if there had Aww. been anything I would have known after the situation before this, I certainly would have done it. Like tell someone, you know, but she had no idea. And then she goes on to say, like, I don't know why any of the families would want to reach out to me for any reason, but if it's helpful, I'm here.
0: Oh, no. So like,
1: you can tell, like, she genuinely feels horrible. And um, like her, all of his kids, like he had kids and his grandchildren, like none of them. Had any idea, and they're all just like, "What the fuck," you know. So that's
0: really sad for them because it's like it's
1: really sad for them. How do
0: you like reconcile that?
1: Your entire your 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 pappy was a serial killer. You know what I mean? Like his grandchildren. You know, it, it's heartbreaking, really, for them. No, it, I mean he's a piece of shit, but like,
0: no, it is though. You know, I I don't know how yeah. I would if someone told me like, oh, your grandfather was this horrible piece of shit. I'd been like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so difficult. You would, your instinct would be like, I don't believe you. Like I don't want to believe you.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, So the families had been invited to the press conference announcing the killer's name to try and bring some closure to the cases. Kim Wright, the daughter of Jean Gilbert is an attorney now. Um, And she stated that she feels peace. And while she knows that they may not be able to answer some of the questions about their loved one's final moments, she still finds peace in her mother's memory She remembers her mother's last words to her and her brother, specifically how Jean said she loved them and she would see them tomorrow. And uh, Kim is quoted as saying, I didn't see her that tomorrow, she said, but I see her every day. I see her in me. I see her in my brother. I see her in my family.
0: Oh my God. That's so fucking sad.
1: Yeah. Yep. So um, yeah, it's like, The cops definitely think that he was involved in some other stuff. Even his wife said, I wouldn't be surprised if some stuff came up now. You know what I mean? Um, About like other crimes he was connected to. The stuff about like Peggy Gill, her getting dragged. None of that makes any sense to me. I truly think that he walked her up there because she definitely folded her clothes. He didn't do it. Um, No, because I feel like he would have,
0: if that were the case, he would have done it at
1: more of them or all of them. And truly, I think why he did two in one night, and this is fucked up, but I'm just trying to, like, think in that way, is because Peggy was so compliant with him that he didn't get the thrill he needed from the fight, right?
0: I also, I also wonder, because I was listening to, I think it was, like, red-handed, like, there are different types of, of like, serial killers, like, some are, like, these sprees, like... Yeah. Some are, but some, there are like breaks in the.
1: It's just odd to me to call it a spree if it was two people and then like there were years. But it wasn't just two, it was
0: almost three,
1: right? That's the one where they were... survived. That was another two years apart. Oh, that was apart. Okay. And like the first one was two years apart. And then those two happened on the same night. Uh. It, maybe it was a year after that, but either way, there was a big gap. Okay. And then another big gap. So that's why, like, that's why in my mind, what I'm saying makes sense. Mm,
0: that does, yeah, I can see that.
1: Um, it's just really fucked up. So yeah. So anyway, that's the case. Um, just just solved uh, and announced on April 5th of 2022.
0: You know what is just so egregious to me that I I think that we probably are getting better at now is like, why the fuck is one person working? alone in the middle of the night like yeah why is yep. that happening why isn't
1: there like three people <laughs> and it's it's still happening though like we're still seeing that like I've checked into a hotel where there's only one person behind the counter
0: yeah and- I, I my hope is that like there's someone elsewhere i don't know like a security guard walking i don't know it's just like why Mm -hmm. why in god's name are
1: and like here's the other thing like they also (laughs) back like oh my god i lost my train of thought why is there one person working sorry i'm like trying to backtrace my steps about what happened and what i was talk again it'll make me think of it oh yeah i
0: mean that's because I remember working in, like, this ice cream shop. I was literally, I was 15, 16, and yeah, they, yeah. it would be open until, that was in the summer, and I distinctly remember, like, going out to my car, and it was dark, so they probably stayed open till like, 9.
1: Yeah. And it was only me. It made me remember. These were also, like, really rural areas, from what I can tell, like, or, like, not big cities, right? Like, small towns. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's more customary for like one person because there's not a ton of people. I I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't make sense, but that's what happened. And, and that's crazy. Cause I was,
0: I was going to be like, well, a young, a young woman should not be alone like that. But then I'm like, no, wait, nobody should, even if it were just one no. dude, it, there yeah. should be, I don't even think twos I think it should be three. <sighs> like, I think it should yeah. be like, that's just so
1: unsafe. It's very unsafe. And like they, uh, I mean, I'm sure it had to do with money and everything else, but like, I I don't know. It's also weird that he also targeted so many days ins. Uh Like, I don't know if maybe he knew that there would only be one person.
0: I know. I was thinking about that too. Like why, I mean, I guess that the hotel thing makes sense because he was probably like, yeah, it is only going to be one person, but how do you, how are you guaranteed to know it was a woman? I mean, or maybe he didn't care. I don't know.
1: Well, and here's the thing. He could have walked into the other ones and seen it was a dude and just be like, oh, not tonight mm-hmm. and left, you well, know, and because
0: those towns were so small too. like, <clears throat> I wonder if he kind of knew who worked there, or like scoped it out.
1: Yeah. And like, I, I don't know how tiny they are, but I know they're not like giant cities, right? It's mm-hmm. not like it was Indianapolis. He was doing this in. it was,
0: but he could have scoped it out. He could have been like, oh, let me yeah. just go see who comes in it for the late shift. And right. Um, yeah, like looked one time and saw the same employee's car and was like, oh that, she's here again. You
1: know, like that wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. Um, let me give my sources before I forget. Um, the American Crime Journal.com was super, super helpful and where I got a lot of my information from. Um, the Indiana state government page actually has like files dedicated to um Peggy and Jean. Um, so I got stuff off of there, uh, CNN.com, the Courier Journal, um, Independent, it's like the British one that they did the interview with, the wife, um, New York Times, USA Today, and People. Damn, I can't
0: believe I haven't heard of, like, this hasn't shown up in my, uh, like, social media or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Nice, that was a good one. Thanks. Um. What you got for padded room? Um. Oh. 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 Well, a couple of things. This is just like Netflix, Hulu corner. But how yeah. are you doing
1: with the dropout? Um. I need to finish because all the episodes are available now. Mm-hmm. Um. So
0: wait, are you only? It's only the last episode. You're waiting the on? the most
1: recent. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I haven't watched it. So. I think we talked a little bit about this like I I I don't actually think she started this with bad intentions but the fact that she let it continue makes her the shittiest fucking human on earth
0: oh I definitely don't think she started it with bad intentions but I think she has a lot of hubris to think yeah that she could do these things um despite what like professors that have been in the field for decades longer than her are right. telling her like I think I I think that's diluted as fuck
1: I also think her involvement with Sunny made her spiral even worse out of control
0: I'm very interested Uh, so you've watched one through seven
1: yes so this this
0: last one is the end okay um I'm very interested you have to let me know as soon as you watch it
1: yeah I will I'll probably be texting you the whole time
0: I've also been listening to the podcast that the show is based on Okay. Um, which is, like, actual, it's, like, news, like, covered news by, um, Rebecca Jarvis, who I forget where she's, who she's with, but she's, like, a, you know, big, significant, big-name journalist. Um, but it's, I, I I don't, (laughs) I kind of felt at the, the last episode, I felt a little bad for Sunny. But then it's also, like, you're also, you, like, did groom her, though.
1: He 100% groomed her, and it's disgusting. It's
0: real gross. It's gross.
1: I mean, she was an adult. Don't get me wrong. She, But still gross. Still fucking gross. Not a real adult. Like, you had just turned into an adult.
0: Yeah, no, it's and he was so like vastly older than her. Like I, I forget how yeah, much yeah, so, older.
1: So not illegal grooming, but fucking nasty either way.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's weird. It's super weird. Yeah. Um, but, she, oh man, I just think she's the worst.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I'm do you
1: curious know? if the next one you're about to ask me is the one I'm going to talk about? But anyway, what do I know? Oh,
0: I'm I am too. Um, I bet you it is. That'll be weird. Uh. Do you know that and this you'll see this at the end of the ser- the TV series, but it's on the podcast and stuff too. But like that that test was responsible for like really significant and dangerous results. Like someone was told they had they were HIV positive and they
1: weren't. Oh my god. I saw I heard them in the show say one that like someone thought their cancer came back. Someone thought their cancer came back. Um someone
0: that was already having infertility problems was told that they were like miscarrying again and she wasn't she was like that this pregnancy was perfectly fine
1: oh my god like
0: isn't i did anyone die as a result of it no i don't think so um okay but i just think that that is like so fucking terrible well
1: i mean that guy killed himself so that counts
0: oh my god yes well and, okay, this is what pissed me off. You know that fucking lawyer, the one at Theranos, the woman? Um, yes, yes. I I can't stand her because at the end, this isn't really giving anything away, but she gets all high and mighty um, once, you know, all the lawsuits and stuff happens and ultimately the business um, dissolves, it like goes defunct. Um, but she gets all high and mighty with Elizabeth and is like, you hurt people, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're- You're a fucking bitch. You were so complicit. The minute that that guy killed himself, you should have been out of there, too.
1: Yeah. For Yep, absolutely. So I
0: got real, I was super, super um, irritated with that, because I'm like, you, now, just because your job is gone, and, like, this whole thing is a mess that's when you decide that it's wrong and not
1: when she, that actress plays somebody else that i can't fucking stand oh god show. i
0: hate i know i i'm sure she's a fine human being hopefully i'm sure she's a lovely
1: human being but yeah oh
0: but i hate her so much And in the last episode she just gets on her high horse and i'm like bitch you are bare you are barely better like not yeah you're really not you're Honestly, not. you're not because you like stood up for these people and like drove this up uh, and guy, knew what
1: was going on, and you
0: were complicit as fuck. So it's like, yeah. get the fuck out of here, bitch! I was yeah. so annoyed.
1: Ugh.
0: But yeah, it's super gross. I really want to know what you think of the last one, just <laughs> with the dynamic between Sunny and Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, I will let you know. Um,
0: what was the other one you were going to talk
1: about? The girl from Plainfield. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm on I'm only on maybe episode 2.
1: Okay. I'm caught up. Um this case has always blown my mind. Same and, and, I, and nothing you say will really give it away cuz I've listened to like podcasts and shit. Okay. Yeah, like and I I just want to like there there's some things I'm going to have some real unpopular opinions like I, I don't about know about it.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to we're gonna fight.
1: <laughs> uh, although I fully believe she is absolutely like responsible too. Like she should have done something to stop and not told him to get back in the car and not encouraged him. But she also did suffer from like delusions and mental health issues um that were not being treated. And while that was brought to light in like, you know, her court hearing, um, there are other similar cases. Like I was like digging deep because I was like, it is
0: very, it's very disturbing. And like, yeah,
1: there's a case of a Korean college student who drove her boyfriend to commit suicide. Um, and like, I'm pretty sure she had some mental health issues and they didn't give her any of that kind of like grace saying like, yeah, she had mental health issues. Mm um like and there was another person of color who went through a very similar thing mental health issues themselves uh and were complicit in like somebody's suicide and you know they they weren't given that either so like well she's a pretty she's a pretty she's white a pretty girl. blonde white yeah. girl yeah mm-hmm. um but i also do think that like She was a minor with severe mental health issues that were not being treated because, you know, her parents were rich and thought everything was okay after the first, you know, time she went. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of trauma, you know, in her life that they didn't talk about. So, like, I fully think that she's responsible and deserves the punishment. But it's definitely, there's lots of layers to it. And it's not just immediately that she's an evil human.
0: Yeah, no, I hear, I hear that. I don't, I wouldn't say immediately that she's evil, but I did listen to one podcast. I won't name it, but I was very, what you said, that's not what I'm talking about. But I was very annoyed with how they really seem to excuse her behavior Yeah, and that's the kind of shit. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Oh no,
1: I don't excuse her behavior at all. I just think that, like, when we're looking at the case, you do need to take that into consideration because she she has severe mental illness, and it definitely played a role in this. and And I think that
0: she maybe didn't. I think it because of those like delusions and stuff. I think maybe it kind of did all seem like a like a movie to her and yes yeah and like and now it's like well no this isn't a movie and you're gonna have to live with that forever
1: yeah yeah definitely not excusing her at all it's just no. i i just i think that she was a dumb kid mm-hmm. and she really fucked up and it's not okay um but also you know she's not i don't think she's like an inherently evil human But
0: then there are these are the things that like really drive me nuts. And I'm only a couple episodes in like the kind of taking away that fundraiser from that his actual friend.
1: Like that's part of her mental illness. Okay, but like. How far does that go? Um, I mean, she uses that as a ploy to get attention the entire time like oh my boyfriend died and like you know what I mean like she uses it to get people to like feel bad for her it's and give her the attention exactly and it's de- like I said it's definitely part of her mental illness and it's not okay I'm not saying it's okay that's that me saying that's her mental illness that's not me saying it's all right I'm just saying that that definitely played a role in why she did what she did and then manipulating
0: I just don't um, think she has much empathy for anyone but herself but what- yeah yeah Uh, Which Which, I think is pretty uh, sinister.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Very much, you know. I don't, what has she been officially diagnosed with? I don't know.
0: (sighs) Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure some kind of personality disorder. That's what
1: I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just curious because she... That that lack of empathy and like the narcissism and like making it about herself like definitely seems like some kind of personality disorder too. And again, not saying that it's okay, but it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Why she acted the way she did. Um, the same, yeah. I don't know. It's it's really, really messed up. I feel horrible for her family. And his family, not so much her family, but mostly his family, and it's just really sad,
0: yeah i I just like <clears throat> oh God, the fucking pepper spray! How is this still happening? <laughs> <clears throat> I just always struggle with that, like because to me that the behavior seems so outrageous, like how do you possibly think that that's okay, and how do you not understand the impact of your words? um but yeah i mean
1: yeah kids are also
0: really fucking impulsive like teenagers are really impulsive including
1: that poor that poor conrad um and probably she probably didn't like it's like a video game right like i don't that's exactly what i mean like she
0: it's like oh this is just this movie that i but it's like no you, you can't take that back though no, and no I don't, when, and I, don't like, I think Chicago that's that frontal that. right I think that's that frontal lobe thing it's like not even developed until you're like what 25 or some shit like right so it's just
1: like that okay this isn't a game yeah yeah so it's you'll like don't get me wrong the show definitely like fictionalizes a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and makes it seem like but like you'll see sides like and some of that is true that she was caring at one time and like they were very codependent on each other and like you know so it's it's fucked up the whole thing is fucked up that's the cut and dry of it but i don't think that she's this kind of contradicts what i just said i don't think that
0: she's uncaring but i think that the care is very conditional on like what can this get for me yeah yeah absolutely um and i absolutely. don't and that's scary because i don't know who, unless you're really committed to it I don't know that that can be treated
1: (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely I mean it can be with like really rewiring yeah like years of therapy years
0: and years but I also think sometimes that's just someone's personality and you just kind of I think it's like you almost sort of have to just work with that and work within it like you may not feel this empathy but this is how the world works so you have to you have to at least yeah. practice it, or you're going to be you're going to make
1: bad decisions because it's not ba- it's only based on you. I'm also gonna make a really fucked up statement, okay? But she's an adult now, so I feel okay saying this. Mm-hmm. Her eyebrows are fucking whack. <laughs> are they over or do they need a whack? Um, they they're so fucking dark and drawn in, <clears throat> and she is not like if they don't match. I don't know.
0: Remember I don't know if they're going to make all look like my, it. Remember that picture I showed you of, like, my ex-friend and how her eyebrows
1: look Yep, bad. yep. I just sent it to you. <laughs> I just sent it to you so you can see what I'm talking about. Okay.
0: I'm waiting. Oh,
1: yeah, that's... Nuts. That's rough, right? Is that,
0: like... That's not, like, doctored to make look even worse. No, nope,
1: that is literally from the New York Times.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, kind of a dickhead thing to say, because, you know, she was a child when she did this. But she's an adult now, and I don't feel quite as bad. Yeah,
0: I think, like, I think um, I I was super pissed off, and I, I don't know if this part was fictionalized. I, I'm sure it could have been. But the, the dad's, like, response... Um, like you barely knew him it's like ah uh, do you know what I mean her dad's response in the show yes where she was yeah. like you barely knew him because that that's just to me it's like even if this even if sh- this weren't even if she were a different person and was just upset about this friend she met and then kept in t- touch with by by text You don't
1: respond that way. No, no. And like, I'm sorry, we're in the age where like, we, some, like, some of our best friends are online. You
0: can't. Yeah. And it's just really insensitive. Like, cause yeah, even if it, cause I, I imagine that that, that dad, if that's how he responded, that's probably how he responded to a lot of things. And yes, so it's like, you can't minimize your, you'll, especially you're already like, your right. daughter that's already struggling
1: you're gonna see a lot about fucking Conrad's dad too Oh that well, you're going pissed about
0: I did not like what I saw in this one part when the whole thing with the little sister because yeah it's like this kid's already like troubled and you're really uh yeah being a shit
1: yeah so
0: yeah um that's so crazy because yeah I wanted to
1: talk to you about that too <laughs> Yeah, yep, that was, I've been, like, binging that, so. But she's out now, right? I believe so, yeah. She only got 15 months, I think. And I think she
0: got out early on Good Behavior.
1: She, uh, yeah, she was 22 in 2019. Okay. According to this, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure she got out, like, a few months early And I don't don't know that, and I don't think she should, like, be locked up forever, but I do think, because, I mean, she's going to have to live with that, but I hope that she's,
1: I hope she understands what she did. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I hope so. I hope that now she's older, she really understands what happened and, like, you know, hopefully is getting the mental health help that she needs. Yeah. So
0: yeah yeah well that was a long one
1: yeah absolutely do you want to do socials
0: sure um we are available by electronic mail at <laughs> chardonnay and dna at com, facebook chardonnay and sign dna instagram chardonnay and dna right or is it yes. chardonnay dna that's yes, twitter that's twitter oh yeah we don't we don't bother with twitter no. <laughs> we should make a parody to like we don't talk about bruno from encanto yeah. to we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> fuck What's <laughs> um yes so we are on all of those things and please send us stories the tanks are getting dry
1: yeah I, y'all i want some i want some wild shit send me some cryptids send me some aliens and ghosts and like I, anything really yeah i want i want I, you know what i fucking want
0: I want a weird ass, a super super weird ass like ancestry.com thing.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Like where that'd you found cool. out your parents are like cousins, I don't know. Yes. That they didn't know about or something. That's what I want. Give me that. Yeah. I yes, here for it. Mhm. All right, well. That's okay. it? That that's it. Good night. Good luck. Get laid. Get fucked. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>